Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hopeless Herpers podcast. This is actually our first ever video podcast, so I'm really excited. Hopefully, you guys uh, enjoy seeing us, and hopefully, everything goes smoothly. Hopefully, none of the cameras die. Um, but uh, Papa, what does it what does it feel like, kind of being in this spotlight like this? You're gonna make me a celebrity. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely making the big bucks. How much are you making from this podcast? I'm sure they want to know. Uh, I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> you can tell them. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, hopefully that'll change, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're super duper excited. Um, so, yeah, if you're new to the podcast, we're basically just here to talk about some of our snake finding adventures, um, share some tips uh, if we can for you guys, and, uh, you know, just have a good time. So it's been a couple months since we've been able to record a podcast. We actually went on a really, really fun trip up to Michigan, and uh, unfortunately we weren't able to record a podcast up there, but today that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be sharing uh, all about what just happened on that trip and um, all the cool stories. Yeah, our big summer vacation. Yep. So last year, uh, me and Grandpa, we were talking about uh, you know some of the snakes that we wanted to find this year. And one of the ones that kept coming up um, after just you know talking about it, we decided that the eastern hognose was one of one of our big ones that we'd like to see. So, you know, over the course of a couple of weeks and months, I started digging in and doing a little research to figure out where they were and uh, where we could go to find them. And it turns out that uh, West Michigan is actually a really really good spot to find them. And so uh, we ended up planning a full family vacation with. Uh, you and grandma and my other grandparents and my parents. So we all went out to West Michigan and, uh, for my main hope was to find the hog nose. Um, that wasn't everyone else's plan, but, uh, that's what we were going for. I do think everybody, uh, kind of made that vacation in the area just for you. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad for family to be able to, um, make that commitment and plan a trip so that I could find one specific snake. So I'm really, really grateful for you guys and my other grandparents and my parents. It's good to have family support you like that. Yeah, family is a good thing. So we ended up staying at my other grandparents in the metro Detroit area, and um, we decided that we were going to make a trip and uh, kind of herp a couple spots as we traveled west uh, across the state to get to where we were going to stay. And... Uh, so we stopped at a couple spots and didn't have too much luck. The first spot we went to, we were there for about maybe five, ten minutes, and it started raining, so we had to move on. And then uh, about two hours in, we stopped at another spot, which was super beautiful. And uh, within a, f- the couple, a couple minutes of being there, we came across some of these like dug-up turtle nests. looked like the turtle had hatched. There was just tons of them everywhere. And it was kind of weird. It kind of struck me odd because there wasn't like that much water nearby. And so... It was like, I was like, I wonder what kind of turtles these are. Like, there's not that much water. And uh, so, like, right after we saw those, we hiked up an eastern box turtle, which I was, like, uh, super surprised about because I had never seen one in Michigan. And uh, I was like, I didn't even know they were there. Yeah, that rainstorm, that was quite an experience. Uh, is there a video you have that they can watch that or no? Or you don't have that one on line? No, I have that with on the video. rainstorm. Yeah, oh, do you? Oh yeah, it. We so what you're, he's talking about is uh, like right after we found that turtle, 
there was just the rain caught up to us, I guess, and there was just a torrential downpour, and we got absolutely soaked. I'll actually, I'll probably put a clip of it uh, in the podcast for you guys if you're watching online. So, if you're not watching online, you might want to, you know, watch on YouTube so you can actually see uh, us get drenched by rain. But yeah, that was that was really crazy, and uh, I've, I've probably never been rained on that hard when I was looking for snakes. So unfortunately, we didn't really end up seeing. Uh, that much other than that that turtle and we actually re- re- we drove by another turtle we didn't stop because it was uh pretty heavy traffic and uh but uh we we didn't have too much luck that day um it ended up raining like we said and uh the next spot was like really cold and windy so unfortunately we didn't get any snakes that day and uh, it was kind of a bust but it was you know it's fun to hang out and see some um really crazy looking habitat and just you know, have a good time with you. Yeah, it was a beautiful hiking day. It was. It was cool. So you never lose when you do that. You still get to see the outdoors. A lot of good scenery and good time hiking. Mm-hmm. A little bit of exercise for me. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> Not that much. I mean, you keep up pretty good. For an old man. For an old man. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So the second day, we headed out um, again with everybody. Everyone came out. We were just going to hike around and, you know, see what we could find. Hopefully with like the, I don't know, was it eight pairs of eyes or ten pairs of eyes that we could hopefully find some kind of snake or species of something. Um, And within like a pretty short amount of time of hiking around, flipping some logs, we came across a kind of a random salamander. I didn't, at first I didn't know what it was. It looked like familiar. And then after kind of, uh, finding a couple of them, I realized they were redback salamanders, which if you watch my videos, you've probably seen zigzag salamanders, which are super common by me. They're basically the same thing. They're just a different subspecies. So it was really cool to get a lifer salamander. That's actually, uh, I just realized that uh, redback was my first uh, salamander that I found in Michigan, which is really, really crazy because I lived there for 15 years and never found a salamander. So that was pretty exciting. Did you find too many salamanders as a kid? Yeah, we did. We found, really? I don't know what they were, but some large ones too. Yeah. But we, quite a few when I was little. We lived by a swamp though, so. Yeah. Made it easy. Yeah. A lot of uh, gardener snakes, a lot of habitat there because we live near the swamp. Yeah. I would have loved to see it before it got all industrialized, you know. Yeah, there's still places around. Yeah, that's all city now where I lived. They filled in the swamp. Yep. Well, so we ended up finding like 20, 20 or more of those redbacks. And um, that after we found a couple of those, we actually got split up into like two different groups. So I, I lost you for a little bit there. And uh, while we were separated, I was with my brother and um, my gra- both, both grandmas and my brother. And we, was finding, we were finding so many salamanders. Um, my brother actually flipped in... Um, some type of mutated redback salamander. It was either albino or leucistic. Or so it had some crazy genetic mutation. It was, so it was basically like a kind of like a neon white with uh, like some little splotches on it. It was really, really cool because that's like the first um, mutation that I've seen in the wild. And it was just really, really crazy. He's like, I was flipping like probably 50 yards away from him. And he's like, hey, Ty, I got a weird looking salamander. It's like white. And like, I was like, white? There's, I don't, I don't think you find a white salamander like that. And sure enough, it was some sort of genetically mutated salamander. Yeah, when we got split up, 
that, them narrow islands in that uh, near that lake. Was that a river or lake? I think it was a lake. Or a pond. The uh, when I was walking down one of the peninsulas, a couple of deer almost ran me over over top of me. They just ran out. In yeah, front they, of you? somebody spooked them in the end of that island, and they come plowing over near me. That's hilarious. Which was fun to see. How close? How close did they come to you? Probably ten yards, maybe closer. That's crazy. So uh, again, while well, we were split up, we um, aside from that albino or whatever that salamander was, um, we flipped a spotted salamander, which was my lifer spotted salamander, and uh, that was super exciting because uh, that was actually one of my biggest salamander targets uh, for the year, and I wasn't I wasn't playing at all to find it in Michigan. I was I was uh, expecting and trying to find it here in Tennessee, and like randomly out of the blue we found one and I was, I was like, okay. And I didn't even get that excited. I don't know why, like looking back at it, I didn't really get that excited. And I think it was just because I was so like in shock, like I wasn't expecting it. And you'd think it'd be the opposite. Like you think since you weren't expecting it, you'd be more excited. But I was just like, kind of like speechless, I guess. A lot of salamanders that I was a little disappointed in them days. First couple that no snakes. So yeah. So yeah, we we didn't end up seeing any snakes uh, on that day, um, but we did find we did I forgot we found one more salamander species, uh, another lifer, which was the blue spotted. We actually found I think three. Um, that was pretty cool because that was another one that I was hoping to see in Michigan. Like I was actually expecting to kind of see a blue spotted, and uh, they were really cool. They're actually probably my favorite, if not like my top like one or two three favorite uh, salamanders that I found. They're just really colorful. I love the blue, um, especially if you get a really colorful one with the blue on the side. So it was definitely really cool to get three lifer salamanders. And like we said, no snakes that day, but uh, uh, we were we were not going to give up, were we? Nope. We're still having a good time. Yeah. A little disappointing, but you still got your hiking and you still got your trees and your out of doors you can view. Mm-hmm. So uh, the day after that um, day of not finding anything but salamanders, uh, we ended up heading out and doing some sand dune sand dune riding and our dune buggies and uh, Polaris and stuff like that. So that was pretty fun, but we didn't get any uh, herping done that day. So it was kind of it was really fun to just hang out with family, but uh, we weren't able to really go out and do anything. Yeah, play day. Although. A lot of us got stuck in the dunes there. Yeah, we <laughs> the we rescue were, crew was. <laughs> we we were dune noobs. We were not uh, very familiar with that type of terrain, but it was fun. So on our last day up in Michigan, we decided to get out bright and early and do our thing and hopefully try to find uh, our life for hognose. And I was kind of wondering because I know that for me, when we got there, it was kind of like a really stressful time because. It was like, I knew it was our last day, and I knew, like, if we didn't find it today, like, there was no finding this snake, like, uh, on this trip, and and probably not even for the rest of the year, because although we do have hognose here, they're really, 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 really rare, and and it, it's you get really lucky if you can find one. So, I don't know, I was really stressed out about, like, trying to find one, and it was the last day. Like, did you have, were you, were you confident that we were going to find one, or were you, like... Hopeful. Would be a better word. Yeah. I'm still always hopeful. Hey, you're out, you're out of doors, you're looking, there's always hope. Yep. So w- w- right after we got there, it's actually sprinkling it a little bit, which uh, 
from our past experience with rain, I got a little scared about <laughs> a little bit of sprinkle, but uh, <laughs> it, it didn't end up raining and it ended up being like super nice. So uh, that was a good thing. But within the first like 15 minutes, we flipped uh, your life for blue spotted since you weren't there to get the yep. ones that I found. So that was pretty cool. At least you got to get a, a nice life for salamander. Yeah, that's Hopefully, good. It might not have been because like you said, when you were a kid, you found one, but we'll count it as your lifer. Yeah, I would never know what I caught. So uh, it was about an hour, I think about an hour after we found the salamander. And uh, we were kind of like poking around these like old fallen trees, like um, whitewash, just old trees lying around. You know, I was moving a little bit faster than you because, you know, although it doesn't look like it, I'm a little bit younger than my grandpa. Uh, (laughs) And so I was moving a little bit quicker and, you know, hopping over some of the trees and uh, just just looking through the grass. And, uh, like, all of a sudden I just hear, snake, 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 snake. Hold on a second. We're going to take a quick break uh, because our GoPro just turned off, so... Um, I will finish that when we get back. <laughs> All right, so sorry about that. GoPro died on us. <laughs> but uh, what was I talking about? Uh, climbing over. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you said I was faster than you, but yeah, I don't remember. He, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. So Papa yells, Papa yells snake, and I run over there. And I'm like, like, he didn't say what it was, so I just ran over there as fast as I could. And sitting right in front of the the log that I jumped over and went right by was our lifer hognose. So it was so, so exciting. I mean, I was hooping and hollering, high-fiving. It was just, it was crazy. We spent our whole vacation going over there, and this was the highlight of it. That's why we even went in the area. And uh, I'd say for me, that was the most exciting hunt for me because I got to participate. I found the, uh, actually found the hognose. Yeah, I would say that's the highlight of my snake hunting. Even though I've had a lot of other good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we've talked about it before, like with our Everglades trip. How a lot of times, like, uh, or like f- with flipping, that I'm a lot of times the one that is finding mo- a lot of the snakes. And I mean, I feel like l- this year lately, I mean, it's been you've been able to have some cool finds, even if there was just like ringnecks and stuff. Uh, you were able to flip a couple ringnecks uh, at one of our last outings, and then. For you to find this was like, like let's go like oh, yeah, crazy moment. Highlight of my snake hunting. Oh yeah, <laughs> so and, far and might get better. And I I was thinking about it. I, we would have never like I, since I walked right by it. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have gotten one of my biggest targets of the year. So good job, Papa. I'm glad you dragged me along with you. Do you feel Do you feel valuable now? Oh yeah, that that's my highlight. Oh yeah, that's what did it. I was going to tag along anyway. Yeah. You ain't getting rid of me. <laughs> Not that easily. <laughs> so uh, I did want to talk a little bit about kind of what we observed with the hognose because they are super, super cool snakes. And one of the things that I really, really love about them is just their temperament, like the way that they act. They're such dr- like drama queens. They like they put on this crazy show. And like one of the things that they do, uh, like they they puff themselves up really big and they hiss super loud and they've got this basically it's a cobra flap uh around their neck and they stretch it out really wide they make their head big and flat and then they've got this pointed nose that they're named after um that i guess someone thought 
looked like a hog nose, I guess. Must have. I must have. <laughs> but so yeah, they're really, really interesting. And and uh when we found it originally, I, I kind of explained it. I was like, okay, Papa, um, these guys a lot of times like to play dead if you mess with them. And you were like, Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. So what was it like when you actually got to see it play dead? Yeah, it was uh scary. I thought it was directly dying. But he had warned me beforehand, tied it and that was quite an experience. I never seen a snake do that. It was pretty neat. Uh, and the cobra look, actually, when you see it, it looks very, um, they look mean. It's like intimidating. Nasty. It looks, oh, yeah, I'd be scared if I didn't know. And then when you get playing with it, it's they're pretty calm snakes. So I'm like, they look worse than they are. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, on. I always I always say like with hognose it's um with them playing dead it's like kind of like a a chemical thing that happens inside them and it's not necessarily the best thing because a lot of times if they do play dead uh like a bird will come and see them think it's dead just come down and eat them so we really try our best not to um make it go into that mode of playing dead so we tried our best not to do it uh but eventually it for actually no reason at all it was we were completely done with it, letting it crawl away, and then it just said, nope, I'm going to play dead again. So we ended up putting it under a log and covering it with grass and stuff, and uh, um, it ended up staying there for a little bit, and mm-hmm. we came back and checked on it, and it was gone. So Yeah, I was happy when I came back it was gone. Because you weren't like too sure. You're like, uh, I was wondering, are you wondering. dead? or? <laughs> so he did. He, he definitely convinced you. He was very convincing. It's good to go back check though it was worth it yeah i was interested too on, on how long it would take but i think i think it was probably about 30 minutes and it was just on its way yeah probably 20 30 at yeah. least so also uh apparently the weather was just really good after that because probably only like five ten minutes after the hog nose we came across another snake which was another lifer uh it was a northern ribbon snake and uh very common snakes in that part of the state uh, so I was expecting to see one, but it was really interesting because I, uh, we were in the middle of like a conversation. I'm just like, oh, 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 oh snake, snake, snake! Ran after it, missed it the first time, and and uh, I'll actually play the GoPro footage most likely on the screen for you guys if you're uh, watching. But uh, I missed it the first time. You can't even see it on the video. And then the second time, I kind of like reached into a clump of grass and I, and I came out with it. Uh, but it was really cool because that was. Um, my first uh, ribbon snake that I've actually hiked in habitat, because we did road cruise some in the Everglades, uh, some peninsula ribbon snakes, but this was kind of like the first one in habitat. And it was basically like fast like a racer, but thin as a pencil and way more camouflage. So it was it, it was really hard to see. That may give uh, away that you might be faster than me since you're the one that caught it. Of course, yeah. and I'm chicken. I make sure that you pick them up and know what they are before I touch them. Yeah, uh, that's probably smart. It's not. It's not a, <laughs> hey, you've lived. You've lived. You've you've lived this long uh, playing by that playbook. Yep, I'm getting to be almost seventy. So, man, that's good. So, can we can we label you as the craziest grandpa on the internet? Uh you might know better than me. Because I don't go on the internet that much. Uh, I think there's probably some crazier, but I think I think uh, for the most part, the majority of people would say that 
you're crazy for tagging along on my adventures. Ah, uh, that would be true because it's a snake adventure. Yep. So uh, we did end up finding another ring, uh, another ring neck. We did end up finding another ribbon snake that got away. Um, I'm sure there were absolutely everywhere at that spot, but uh, shortly after that, I uh, flipped a log. I just kind of flipped it with my foot, like nonchalantly. And there was a snake under it, and it was a brown snake, and uh, that was pretty exciting for me. I got—I don't think I've ever been quite that excited for a fossorial snake, um, but it was so exciting for me because the last time I saw a brown snake was right before I moved from Michigan, um, like three, four years ago, and that's the last time I saw one. So it was really cool to see my second one in Michigan. And uh, just you know, have that experience and memory. Yeah, that was my first. Nice color though. Mm-hmm. I like. I love the colors in it. Yeah, I love. Um, hopefully next year, um, I'll be able to kind of complete my fossorial snake list. There's only like one or two more, um, in kind of my area that I'm able to get. So hopefully, hopefully next year we can make that happen with the fossorial snakes. Yeah, I hope we can get together. Yeah. The more times, the merrier. <laughs> so one thing I did want to mention before we wrap up the podcast, um, we hit a really big milestone recently, and I didn't tell this to you on purpose because I wanted to get your reaction. So just recently this month, we hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. So what do you think about that? I'm famous, finally, all these years, and I'm finally <laughs> famous. <laughs> All because of you, my grandson. Oh, he did it to me. You know, I love for reading, me. Yeah. I love reading the comments that that are like, "Your grandpa is the best," and like, <laughs> I can't believe he does this with you. And I love reading those. So, uh, hey, the fans love you. I don't know if we can call them fans, but they love you. Fun time to get together. It is. But thank you guys so much. If you uh, if you are a subscriber and if you've been following the channel, uh, thank you so much for helping us get to one thousand and. Uh, Hopefully we can continue to grow and just build up a great community of people who love reptiles. And uh, I'm really excited to just see how much we can grow. But thank you guys so much uh, if you've been a part of that. Get outdoors and have some fun. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's what you need to do. If you're listening to this, uh, as soon as you're done, you need to go outside and have some fun and look for snakes. I agree. But don't touch them because you probably don't know if they're venomous yet. Be like Grandpa. Yes. Let like somebody else pick them up first. Yeah. Take you can take <laughs> photos. You can take photos from a distance. So was there anything anything any part of the other was there any other part of the trip um that you remember or wanted to talk about? No, but I do say if you keep trying and you're not going good for you, it panned out at the end that we waited and we searched long enough mm-hmm. and it ended up to be a good snake find finally. One thing we didn't give up. And uh, one thing that we, me and Grandpa, always do is uh, even if we're even if we're having some good luck, we always will stop and you know say a prayer that we will hopefully find some good snakes. And so I really do think that we were blessed uh, with finding that hog nose. So I'm really really thankful for that. Absolutely. But thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Um, hopefully this whole video thing worked out uh, pretty well and. Uh, Hopefully there's no problems that I don't know about right now. Thank you guys so much for watching. And if you did watch on YouTube, 
leave a comment down below of some things that you think we could improve on uh, with the quality uh, in the video and all that. And uh, if you have any questions for us, also leave them in the comments, or you can send us an email at thehopelessherpers at gmail.com. And uh, if you have a good question, we'll try to read it out on the air and uh, uh, it can help us get some content. So, again, thank you guys so, so much for watching, uh, and we'll see you next time on the Hopeless Herpers podcast. Mm -hmm.